Alright, welcome everyone to the podcast. I'm joined with Dustin Degama. Hey man, how are you? Good, dude. So we're going to be talking about creative minds, the struggle. Yeah. Before we start the podcast, I kind of want to give like a background story of how we, you know, how we first became friends. And Yeah, you and I go way back. Yeah, dude, um, when was that? 2013, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, church mates. Church mates, yeah. <laughs> and then we kind of stopped talking for a while. And then I think since college started, we haven't been really talking. And then it just started yeah. again like last year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So how do you get into your, um, your field, photography and video making and whatnot? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it was, I'd like to say that like I've been doing videos like since I was like, you know, two or something right but mm. that definitely wasn't the case for me it was something that i kind of just grew into um but that being said i've always been kind of like the creative type of of kid you know ever since i was like grade school to high school college you know i've always been the creative kid who people would go to to ask you know for for drawings and stuff like that yeah but um yeah, so it um, wasn't video. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't okay. video. I actually, in my first year of college, was um, taking up animation, but mm. then I got bored. So, <laughs> yeah, I got so bored, man. And it's funny because, like, I've been drawing since I was two, and like, all of my teachers or my parents or even me, you know, I let myself believe that you know I wanted to be an animator, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you but, have a wall full of your drawings. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But the longer that I stayed there, the more that I realized that, you know, like I'm in college now, like this is where I'm supposed to be finding my path and like where my passions are and stuff like that. And yeah. I just felt like it wasn't right for me. Uh-huh. And um, during around, around that time, that was when kind of like, YouTube was exploding with like travel videos and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, those were like the early days with like Casey Neistat or mm-hmm. Jay Alvarez, uh, Sam Colder. Yeah. So um, those are the things that kind of inspired me at that time to um, do videos. Mm-hmm. And m- me with my family, we always used to travel. I mean, we still do. I mean, like. Uh, not now, right? But like, yeah. you know, before all this, like we'd always travel and every holiday and summer, you know, we go to different places. So I started just like documenting um, our travels on like my dad's phone because like at that time, his phone had the nicest camera. Yeah, between all of you three? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I just like make these little travel videos, not to like post or anything, Mm-hmm. Um, it's just for me to see and my family to see, like coming back from a trip. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that this was something that I was like really, really enjoying doing. Mm-hmm. And I made the decision to like uh, shift on my second year uh, of college from animation to multimedia arts. And ah. yeah, and that's where I kind of really explored myself and my craft and like what i really wanted to do creatively yeah but like the more that i did that the more that it was clear that you know video and photography was where i wanted to go and what i wanted to do so Mm. 
Yeah. So when did you first have your camera? Oh yeah. Um, I got my first like real camera in 2017 on my birthday. So like that whole time, you know, it was just kind of me like learning how to use the camera, learning how to like edit on Premiere, and mm-hmm. then by the end of it, I I I'm pretty fast learner. So like if I if if I pick up on a on like a like a skill or whatever, like I can learn it pretty fast. Yeah. So by the end of that year, you know, I was posting videos already on YouTube and people were starting to notice. Mm-hmm. Not much people, but like, you know, there were people that actually liked the the content that I was putting out at that point in time. And so, yeah, so 2017 was when I started. Yeah. So it was just it was camera and then YouTube. I see. Because I just looked over your YouTube uh, channel. Yeah, and you only have like twenty-one videos, and for someone who just started, like it's as if you've already had experience um, using the camera and stuff. It's a really good job. Like, oh, for thanks, someone man. Who's just been into filmmaking for like three years? Yeah, three years. Yeah, it's you've gone a long way. A long way, but you know, three years is not enough time, I guess. For of course, yeah, you know, yeah, we're always learning, we're always getting better and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So what exactly drove you to start creating travel videos? Is it because of the rise of travel videos on YouTube that you got inspired? Or is it a specific person? Or you realized since your whole family goes everywhere that it's a good opportunity to, to open up a YouTube channel to yeah. promote it? Well, is it it's all kind of the of, above? Yeah, it's, all, it's kind of all of the above. I guess it's mm-hmm. kind of like... Um, everything mixed in together. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I got the idea to to do all those things from seeing other creators on YouTube, and then that kind of like sparked the passion for me to um, for filmmaking and for you know video editing because the, the the passion for travel has always been there ever since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah, even without a camera, you still do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. without it. Yeah, exactly. So, but then with with the camera, it opened up this this whole new kind of like experience for me um to to kind of like share those things because you know like how art is like self-expression right yeah uh like the camera just kind of opened up that avenue for me to express myself Mm -mm. yeah for me i've always been creative as well yeah um not really through video but i do a lot of things that Especially in high school, because I've been changing schools ever since I could remember. Yeah. Like each year I would be in another school and that like I've always wanted to stand out. It was always towards something more creative, like uh, doing magic tricks or dancing, things yeah. like that. Uh, I guess I got into making videos as well, but not the way that you did that you saw opportunity to you saw an opportunity to like oh people actually want to watch this and i really like creating it so i guess i also got bored with films naman that's why i'm trying this new platform out Mm -hmm. the podcast because if you've seen my videos they're like years and months apart on youtube and it's a lot of fun to make but it's not something that i saw myself doing forever at that time Mm. And then I also noticed that you have a big gap as well in your YouTube channel, like months and years apart. So why did you stop creating videos? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not one of those like creators who can just like pump out content like every week. Yeah. That's cool and all. And like I, I totally respect that because that in itself is kind of like a a discipline, you know? Yeah, like, it's it's after you start earning money from it, it's more of like a job as well. Eh? Yeah, exactly. Those people, you know, like who bust out content every week, it's that's that's insane. And like I have my utmost respect for that. Um mm. But for me, I'm I'm definitely like a perfectionist, and I, and I I consider like my content, I like I I make it a point to have the utmost quality, mm. at the best of my ability at that moment, um, yeah. like show on my content, and like I want my like hundred percent on anything that I create. Yeah, you know, I feel like for me at least that's better. To it's better to have like a couple hundred views on something that I. I made that really inspired me and really showed what I can do. And like, it's, it's quality content, mm-hmm. you know, instead yeah. of like, like a half-assed kind of video with like <laughs> a million views and like, that's, that's okay, I guess. Yeah, it is. But it's just the artist in me, I guess that the perfectionist inside you. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Like, I feel like I criticize my work more heavily than um, other people would criticize my work. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's yeah, because you're the one that's editing it. You're the one that shot it, so you want it to be good for you. Yeah. And I guess the downside of that is you'll never actually be good enough in your own eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like that. Um, but I do have that kind of like confidence in myself and my talent. But like, hmm. if I if I want to like post something or if I want to upload a video, you know, like I I I believe. In, in quality you know and like the yeah, little yeah. people that can see those little videos that i post um but can see the quality can see the artistry in it and get inspired in mm-hmm. whatever little way that i can you know that for me is a whole lot better than big bunches of like videos for entertainment you know yeah did that burn you out at all yeah that actually i took off a year on youtube I was like posting videos from 2017 and then like half of 2018, I was still posting videos around like 2019, like the start of 2019. I just kind of like not gave up, but I kind of took a break from it. Yeah. Various reasons at that time, I wasn't like emotionally and mentally kind of mature enough or strong enough to keep posting content. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely burnout was one of those reasons where kind of just the pressure of like keeping up and pressure of like everybody's on this platform, um, everybody's getting ahead, posting content every week. Those were the kind of things that kind of um, burnt me out. Mm. And also self-criticizing myself and seeing other people's work, you know, and kind of comparing myself to other people. Those were definitely some things that I started to struggle with as a creator at the start of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like a few weeks ago, I'm restarting my YouTube channel. Um, so I posted a video called um, Everyone's Watching. Uh-huh. And it actually talks exactly of those struggles that I had. Kind of yeah, like- um, cryptically, you know, like it's not a straightforward kind of video. It's definitely something that I hope makes people think a little bit more. Yeah. Because you know? it's more of like a story. More yeah. than um, an explanation of what you, why you haven't been doing what you, you know, usually do. Yeah, exactly. And I hope people understand the context or or what I was trying to say in the video. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Because it tells exactly like what I went through um, as a creator or as a person starting out and the pressures of creating. That was definitely something that I really struggled with at the start. But yeah, now I feel like I'm at a place where I'm a little bit stronger mentally, emotionally, and Mm -hmm. I feel like I can handle a little bit more pressure now. Yeah. Um, So that's definitely helped me start again on my YouTube channel. Yeah. So for everyone that's listening, just go check out uh, Dustin's YouTube channel. It's Dustin the Gamak. And watch that video that everyone's watching. Yeah. And yeah, just comment down below what you think the message is about. And just so you know, just go to the description and you'll see what he's been up to in the years that he's quote unquote yeah. disappeared in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so there's like a secret video mm-hmm. um, at the bottom uh, in the description, right? Yeah. Um, I may have like stopped um, posting on YouTube, but like I didn't stop creating videos at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's more for you. Yeah, it was more for me. Kind of just like searching for myself, searching for my kind of voice in all of this, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't stop creating at all. Like people might have thought that i stopped making videos or whatever that definitely wasn't the case and you can definitely see that like i had so much videos collected over like the span of a year and a half i guess yeah all of those things that people didn't get to see or wasn't able to share i put a link on the description and i put it all on this like 20 minute video 18 minutes to be exact (laughs) oh 18 minutes yeah (laughs) So, yeah, so you guys can check that out as well if you guys wanted to see what I was going through. Yeah. So, you started working for the Fat Kid Inside as an intern. Yeah. In the video department as well. Mm -hmm. But yet, it hasn't driven you to start creating your own content. And we even talked about it on one of my YouTube videos before. You know, like creating uh, content for others. Yeah. So, I wasn't able to ask on that video why you haven't started creating content yet or again even though you were already in the creative field because the fat kid inside is pretty great yeah like, pretty um, great. culture wise but that hasn't driven you to create again um for me i feel like yeah it's a it's a great culture you know working for Irwin yourself at the fat kid inside everybody's great there Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a place where it really sparks creativity, at least for me. Like, I love being at the office, you know, when, I, when I'm there, like, I feel all my creative juices flowing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, being in that, like, new environment, I feel, I felt like I just wanted to, like, take in all of it first and, like, learn as much as I could. Like, coming into it, I still felt like I wasn't ready enough to start making my own content again. And I let myself kind of like step out of my own bubble for a while and mm-hmm. focus on the content that I was working on there. Yeah. Um, and that definitely made me better as a creative, I guess. And like the lessons that I've learned, I'm definitely like getting to apply now where mm-hmm. I feel a little bit more mature as a creative, as a person. So yeah, so I definitely just took my time there first and just like focus on other things other than you know, my, myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the thing that where a lot of us creatives kind of have kind of like an ego thing, but like, (laughs) um, as a creative, you know, we, we, 
we're so used to having our own like little space in our minds, you know? Yeah. And like, it's a space where we can create our own world, kind of create our own ideas, you know? And that's totally like a personal thing for each and every one of us. And Mm -hmm. I felt like it was healthy for me to step out of that for a while and kind of um, do work that wasn't necessarily my my idea or my 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 thing you know and i felt like that was such a great learning experience for me and it's kind of like you know how um you know we live in the philippines right yeah and we're so accustomed to living in in a certain type of culture right Mm -hmm. and you travel somewhere like japan or taiwan thailand or you know even further like south africa let's say or whatever each country has a different kind of culture, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of different kind of um, set of values and stuff like that. And just being away from your country and learning those cultures outside of your own country or those values outside of your own country and what people believe in, you know, that kind of like broadens your, your perspective. Yeah. And then you come back to your own country and you bring all that with you. Now you have kind of like this, this like better perspective or like this you know wider perspective of the world and Mm -hmm. i felt like it was the same thing with me when i came into the fat kid inside like i was i was so i was kind of like in my own country and then when i uh got my internship like i was in erwin husef's country you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. that's a really good analogy dude yeah we've had opposite or we've gone through opposite directions naman when it comes to this you stop creating because yeah i mean like there's the burnout aspect of it there's that but then during your time out you were able to dwell into your own or into the same field deeper but not necessarily forcing the output of that video or that production because you were more of more on the sideline learning and just intaking it, right? Yeah. On my side, the man, I haven't been creating because you know how you get into your own head too much when you're creating and you just end up telling yourself like, oh, I'm not happy with this. I'm not I'm not um, satisfied with what I'm doing, so I won't post this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's good to dive into the same field and learn from others who are doing what you do. Yeah. Because that's what helps bring out the confidence and you get to learn those little things about creating that you wouldn't have learned if you were trying to do it on your own. Yeah, Um, definitely. It could be like from personality, the personality in front of the camera to lighting to recording audio. If you learn that from yourself, it's a slower process. But then the opportunity that you had with uh, working with Yusuf, that really, you learn a lot. Yeah. And that's what I like. Uh, Ever since we started rekindling our friendship, I've been into making videos as well. And now this podcast, because um, besides the fact that we're all stuck at home, Mm -hmm. uh, it's always been something that I've been interested in. And Having a friend with you who's as interested in the same field can really inspire and motivate you to start creating stuff for yourself. Yeah, definitely. So it's always good to have someone that someone to talk to about these things. Yeah. Ever since we've been stuck at home, though, have you ever had like a 
stage where you were just unmotivated? Because I feel like a lot of us are just bored out of our minds that we can't, like, you know, watching Netflix and just relaxing is no longer fun. It's more of a burden. Have you ever felt like you get so bored of being bored that you want to do something creative like pick up a camera or write a song, but then you're just so unmotivated to do that? Like recently, have you ever felt that? Yeah, dude, 100%. How do you uh, deal with it? Like, especially in the start of the, of the, you know, isolation and this quarantine thing, like, I was I was just on my bed every day, the whole day, mm, yeah. feeling kind of depressed. And that was definitely debilitating, especially as a creative, like, where you're kind of used to, like, you know, grinding so hard, you know, mm. and, like, keeping at it every day, you know. And then everything kind of like halts and like everything kind of like ceases to to be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely kind of took a toll on me for a while. But then I started to realize like I'm not going to get as much like this is quality rest, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like kind of opened up my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like how I started to tell myself that I needed to create again, you know what I mean? Like for myself. Yeah. And like finally like kind of having this time to see things um in retrospect and like seeing my growth i definitely um found that like now is like the time for me to create for myself again and i think that realization where i was coming from working so hard on other things and now that i can finally have like there's no other time other better time to to work on my things or my ideas than like right now so yeah. That definitely kind of pushed me a little bit to to start creating again. But when it came to like the uh, the lethargy and like the 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 unmotivatedness, mm-hmm. is that a word? No, but we'll use that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, being unmotivated. Um, there you go. I just had to, you know, as a creative, like there's, I feel like a lot of like everybody's kind of like that right now. Like, like not just necessarily creative people. Mm. like in any field or in any walk of life i feel like right now there's not like there's nothing much we really can do yeah and for me i feel like creative people kind of have the upper hand when it comes to like getting yourself through this whole isolation thing you know yeah because um don't get me wrong it's really it sucks what's happening right now but then for the people that are stuck at home um it's like a blessing in disguise in a way that you've Definitely. had proper rest from the things that you've been doing, especially like, especially if you're like a creative that's um, stuck in the nine to five work week, like having this time, even working from home, even if you are working, it's still, you'll still have like a better quality amount of rest than you had when you still had to go to an office and whatnot. So just, it's good to like take full advantage of the rest that you have now, but don't mistaken that rest or don't use that quality rest as an excuse for you to not do anything for yourself. And now that there's no boss over your head physically to, you could do anything during your break, during your downtime. And as a creative, you could do whatever the hell you want to do. Definitely. Without any restrictions, because if this quarantine ends, we'll never have the same amount of freedom that we have 
for a long time definitely and like what you said man like it's really horrible like what's happening mm. you know like right now uh that's something that i don't take lightly Mm-mm. yeah definitely um but you know like but we're we're in this right now you know everybody's kind of um affected by this yeah um one way or another and we're all kind of just getting by yeah and like I, like i said like i feel like creative people kind of have the upper hand during these times because we're kind of used to like entertaining ourselves you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah in one way or another we're, we've kind of all been used to living in our own kind of bubble you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah so for me at least it wasn't too hard um yeah like there were times where i was like lazy and bored and like you know but it wasn't too hard for me to keep myself entertained yeah i feel like now is like the time to like get those creative juices flowing um like um, try out the things that you've never thought you'd be able to try exactly you know learn a new song exactly yeah do you have any tips for anyone who's like stuck right now and like just to spark creativity do you have any tips that you could give out yeah i guess like just trying like you said actually like trying trying out new things like we're all we're we're all kind of like cooped up at home right and um hold on (laughs) no problem dude take your time so yeah we're all kind of cooped up at home but for me at least for me what i do is um i watch content that not necessarily just entertains me but Mm -hmm. inspires me and motivates me or things that you you know you can learn from like tutorials lessons or whatever like that mm-hmm. this there's so much material on online you know on youtube or even anywhere netflix. yeah even netflix like yeah. there's there's so much um things online that can inspire you and kind of like motivate you uh, yeah. recently i was just watching the joe rogan experience oh yeah the joe rogan experience yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um there's so much that i actually started to learn you know what i mean yeah yeah and like that kind of like kind of pushed me to like start thinking creatively Mm -hmm. actually the video that i just posted it's actually kind of a it wasn't supposed to look like that there was a lot more to it but then you know because of the quarantine like i couldn't do much Yeah. yeah so i was really thinking of a way of still finishing that video while being at home and still having it out so I was really looking for things that like could inspire me or could hit a nerve and like make me think of something or like a solution to that. Mm-hmm. And the thing that struck me was um, Christopher Nolan. He's one of my um, yeah. all-time favorite directors. Um, yeah, his movie, The Prestige. Oh yeah, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, Love so, it. exactly. So that's kind of like where it kind of like fit the whole vibe that I was going for and the story that I was going for. Yeah. Um, so that kind of pushed me to like keep at it and like that kind of like helped me kind of finish what I wanted to do and the vision mm-hmm. that I wanted to create. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like cuz now you know like cuz there's nothing to do like we're all just trying to like find the ways to like entertain ourselves but mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's important to consume content also that kind of pushes you to do a little bit better or learn something, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I feel like the keyword there is intention. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just don't mindlessly scroll down and click whatever you think is funny. Like, you have an intention of what you're watching, and that could help stimulate you or stimulate the creativity again. 
Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it's yeah. perfect, man. Yeah. Do you have another tip for them? Um, another tip. Well, actually, this is something that I've been doing um, a lot more recently, and I guess as creatives, you all kind of have the same problems, but we all have the, like different ways of like dealing with those problems. Yeah. And um, for me, at least, I like to keep things kind of balanced in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is I have something that I'm doing um, physically, so it stimulates me physically. I ha- I have something that stimulates me mentally and then emotionally and then spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, having all of those worked out puts me in a better like state of mind or f- like... I call it the flow state where yeah. things kind of like more easily, you know, kind of um, gets to you, you know what I mean? Like, like ideas and like, and, and um, things you want to create, you know? Yeah. And I feel like as a creator, like we all kind of need longevity. Right. And like, mm-hmm. we've been, ter- we've been talking about um, burning out and like stop, cr- stopping creating and like the struggles of, of, of creating and I feel like now, the more that I learned, like seeing all of those um, through retrospect, like um, I've been seeing that like it's longevity or like training your creativity for longevity. Like mm. that's so important. Yeah. And having those pillars kind of like strong and like balanced, then then you can start kind of like working, you know, then you can keep working and keep working and like, having that kind of like endurance for your creativity um, mm. so that you don't burn out. Right. Yeah. And like, so yeah, cause I feel like as a creator, right. Like we've like in our, you know, in our own respective fields, like for me, at least in like film and, and video and content, um, yeah. sometimes I get too caught up with just that mm. where like everything that I live and breathe is just, it's just that. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I guess like that's me putting in the time um, to learn and, and progress in my craft. But um, I definitely do need something to like, fall, like to, to release all that tension. Yeah. So yeah, for me now I've been doing something physically that, that motivates me or like stimulates me um, having something that stimulates me mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's been, um, you know, watching tutorials, listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. watching documentaries, all those things. And then emotionally, it's just, you know, like simple as like listening to music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then spiritually, like, you know, your quiet time and like your, for me, like praying and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that definitely helps with me create a better flow state for my creativity. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so for those who don't know the flow state, it's it's a state where it's quote unquote being in the zone where yeah. you do a certain activity and you're like fully immersed in it, like super focused. You the the time passes by and you don't realize that you've been doing that certain thing for like two hours or so. Yeah. So yeah, that's the flow state. Finding different avenues to find the stimulations is a really good uh tip. One thing for me actually that's been really big is um cooking. Like that's been really therapeutic for me like i'm still jealous of that perfect steak that you posted on instagram i still haven't tried oh, it dude. yeah i will <laughs> you owe me that one at least yeah, yeah, after yeah. quarantine i'm gonna for go sure. there we should have that steak <laughs> for sure for sure 
<laughs> so yeah. So yeah, diff- tried tried out different things to do. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be super creative, just something that you haven't done before. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, another tip that I would give is just um, if you have a notebook, because uh, for sure there's a lot of people here that are that listen. They have a notebook where they write down their ideas, um, yeah. and you know sometimes we just. Being honest, you just write it down and then forget all about it. And then you just write um, more and more things on that notebook. So if you have one of those, just uh, scroll back, look back at it. And if there's anything that you haven't done yet, test it out. If not, um, I suggest making the impossible list. The impossible list is a... It's not like a bucket list. It's more of a challenge. Yeah, because uh, there's this YouTuber named Thomas Frank who created the impossible list. So those are things that you have to complete within your lifetime. For sure, you might not be able to complete all of it, but that's why it's the impossible list. You try to complete um, as much as you can. So yeah, just write down everything. If you guys are interested, I'll just leave it in the next Instagram post uh, link to that and dwell into it. That's what I did. And that's how I got the how I got started creating podcasts as well because of the impossible list. So, test it out; it will definitely help. Dope. I'll definitely test it out myself. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Going back to flow state, I feel that there's too much of a good thing when it comes to that. When it comes to those things, like mm-hmm. being in the flow state, it will make it easier for you to burn out. Is that true? Like. In your work that you've done before, have you ever felt like you burned out faster because of the flow state? Because I feel like realistically, it might actually, like too much of it can cause mm. you to get tired of what you're doing really quick. Um, so for me, like the flow state, how I see it, it's kind of like, like the gap between like anxiety and really bored. You know what I mean? So like um, when I'm creating... Especially like if like if if something doesn't motivate you enough or doesn't stimulate you enough, then you're 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 gonna get bored of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then if something overstimulates you, you know you're going at it like too hard all the time. Um, let's say like you you work on an edit like twelve hours straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you you felt like you've been tired on your say like your eighth r you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you kept going at it and you kept going at it i feel like that is like when anxiety starts to kick in a little bit and then you get burned out and that's something that i feel like a lot of creators you know fall into that trap mm-hmm. especially if you're like you're working you know what i mean if like if it's really like a job and you really need to get a job done yeah um that definitely takes its toll but like if if ever that happens, like having that sufficient rest after is totally totally like important. But um, for me, like what I was saying earlier, like about longevity, like you know, you 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 want to be able to keep going at it every day. You 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 want to be able to like work creatively every day, right? Yeah. And um, for me, it's like finding that space between bored and tired, like that thin line of like. I'm 
motivated. I'm um, inspired. I'm I'm creative. I'm creative. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, like you know how like when you start a project, right? And then you you find like this flow. You know what I mean? And it's like mm-hmm. it's been an, it's been an R into the project, right? And like like you're just you're just going at it, and like like that that moment where you feel that way, like that's when I kind of like um step back a little bit and like like take a breather yeah take a breather because like if i if i overexert myself then i'll start to like i'll start to tire out you know what i mean yeah yeah so like once i take a breather and then i kind of like get a cup of water or eat something take a eat a snack you know Mm -hmm. and then you get back at it and you feel like you're 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 at the beginning again where you're starting the project but then now yeah. you're in the middle of the project and now you have more longevity to like finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like sitting there for hours and just that's all you're thinking about. Then, then that's when you get tired at the end of the day. That's when you feel sluggish and you feel mm-hmm. like a zombie. Yeah. So, that's where it like, causes the burnout. Yeah. So at least that's for me. That's, that's how I um, kind of started to perceive that flow state. Mm-hmm. All right. So yesterday, I posted a post on Instagram asking uh, Instagram and Facebook asking people who have if they have any questions yeah. about uh, creativity, and we got a lot of resp- uh, questions, even in DMs. What do you say we just get into it? Let's answer some questions. Yeah, let's go, dude. Yeah, so so we'll start with Julia. She asked on instagram how do i deal with creative block and what's something you can do to get refreshed and get new ideas creative block Hmm. um i'm having some creative block right now (laughs) (laughs) no i feel like yeah i think as a creator like everybody knows everybody has experienced a creative block and Hmm. um i guess for me right like that's when i ask myself am i um overstressing or am i getting bored with it right and then i feel like once i start to like figure that out then um that's when you know because if i if i if i start to think that i'm you know overstressing on it that i need to take a breather a little bit you know Hmm. or if i feel like i'm bored at it then you know you kind of have to look for something to stimulate yourself again you know what i mean yeah. So like for example, um let's say I'm working on a project, right? And I've been working long hours and then I come to a halt like I don't know the next thing that I want to do. Let's say that I got bored, right? Then I need to maybe like just open up um YouTube or play a game to entertain yourself for a little bit, you know what I mean? Just like get yourself out of that space of like being bored. Or mm-hmm. like if you're if I start to overstress about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I need to just take find a, a little back. Yeah, take a step back, kind of find a, a space where I can just kind of like be quiet and kind of like breathe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like doing that and just putting yourself away from um that little box that you were in. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you kinda of come back at it with a with um a different flow than you initially had. So yeah, rest rest is important. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I absolutely hate having creative block. Cause like let's say that you started writing, right? Yeah. You wanna create a book. 
So you start mm-hmm. writing. And then midway through, you just look at what you're writing, and then you don't know what to put next. You're just there. You're just silent. It's like, yeah, dude. It's, what it's, am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's um, frustrating, man. Yeah, that's where I feel having a personal notebook of where you can jot down ideas uh, is practical. Because one, if it's not your job to create the book, you don't have to like force yourself to keep creating. You just close it for now, write it down, leave it there for a couple of days, and then go back to it. And then for sure, there's something that's going to happen. Going to the second question, though, like what's something you, you do to get refreshed and get new ideas? Um, so yeah, like I said, um, for me, if, if I'm bored, you know, then I, I need to entertain myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm overstressing, then I need to kind of like, um, get away from everything, kind of just listen to music or, you know, even just like meditate and just kind of stay in a quiet place for a little while. Yeah. Um, that for me kind of is the refreshing part. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I feel like there's there's a ton of different ways people can um, deal with that issue, and like everybody kind of has their own kind of um, way of dealing with it. Yeah. Um, but for me, at least, um, definitely listening to music. The thing for me, man, it's funny because like when I'm at work and I'm overstressing. Um, the thing that I would listen to is like heavy metal music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like my 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 coworkers know this. Like um when I feel like I'm like stressing and like I'm at the end of the day and like I feel like a zombie, mm-hmm. I listen to heavy metal music. Damn. I don't know why, but heavy metal music kind of like relaxes me <laughs> it's kind of counterintuitive <laughs> yeah it's ironic but it really yeah. relaxes me for some sort of reason i feel like because it's like like white noise you know what i mean oh uh, i feel like it's just noise <laughs> yeah exactly so like yeah exactly and then when i'm bored like i just mess with my co-workers and then you know just talk to them yeah just relax maybe go to a coffee shop and hang out for a bit yeah those things work yeah, that, that'd be my tip as well. Just go to the coffee shop and just do something else, you know, or go to a friend's house, hang out. Yeah, so the next one's... Uh, uh, what's a good one? So Anna asked, how do I deal with knowing that my first few videos will inevitably be inspired completely from other people and not really my own mind's work? To shorten that question, it's more of like, have you ever created content that's so similar to another person's work that you feel in yourself that I'm just being a copycat? Uh, it's not original. No one will watch this because it's not my original work. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Especially like my first few videos, mm-hmm. especially that time where travel videos were kind of like starting to pick up. You kind of want to follow in the footsteps of those who've already succeeded mm-hmm. with it. And like for me, a lot of the times people would compare my work to like um other people's work. And um yeah, I did feel kind of like that where I was like, you know, I was just kind of copying over them. But like I guess for me, because like 
there's a difference with being inspired by somebody's work and then um, imitating somebody's work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And definitely for me, like, I could say that I was inspired, you know? Mm-hmm. And that kind of, like, releases a little bit of that guilt, I guess, where, you know, because there's just straight up, like, plagiarism and then, like, just having your video or your content inspired by the look or yeah. the, the feel or the, you know, because definitely, like, the, the 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 video that you consumed or whoever creator out there that you watched and you want to like kind of embody or kind of identify with you know what i mean like definitely they made you feel like something you know and like you creating this video that's sort of like theirs or inspired by theirs that could be just your way of like um you know like spreading that inspiration around and i feel like for me that's totally okay and nice. there's a lot of ins- yeah, there's a lot of like uh, creators um, now on YouTube who are kind of like starting doing the to, same thing. Yeah, doing the same thing or kind of feeling like the same thing, but it's you know, fine. You just, it's fine. Yeah, just put your own like little touches on it, and just if you don't copy it like shot per shot, then 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 you're I good. you're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I never really see it as a bad thing to be inspired completely yeah. from other people because the major difference between your work and their work is your personality so yeah. at the end of the day if you have one a personality then <laughs> you're good oh <laughs> <laughs> right, uh next one this one's from joey what do you do when you struggle finding your own style how would you answer this one though me yeah i struggle with that too especially like uh before that's why I feel like a lot of the travel videos now kind of like blend in, like they all kind of look alike. Yeah, you and could take out one second of every travel video and make your own. It'll still look like the others. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, I'm guilty of that too. Like there's definitely like a like trial and error when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely kind of like, I feel like I'm at the stage where I'm starting to find my style. But but yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of time put in and like trial and error. I feel like you know it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't just come to you. Yeah, of and, course you don't. Yeah. you can't force it. You really can't. Yeah, and like um, other creators out there, you know, even the ones that we look up to, I'm I'm sure that they put in the time and they've they've tried different things out. Mm. They've grown and and they started somewhere as well. Of course. So yeah, um, I feel like the longer you're at it. And the, the more time that you kind of um, spend um, kind of just creating, you know, yeah, um, you'll see a pattern, a pattern or you're, you'll see the things that you like or you don't like. And that kind of creates your personality as a creator. It's like it's like growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. it's it like is. all kids are just kids. And then um, they, they, you know, like circumstance and environment kind of like shape them. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with your creativity, you know, like Mm. creativity is a, like a primal comes from like a primal kind of like, um, part inside of us where, you know, it's very like childlike and, um, the more that you kind of like shape it and mold it, um, the more time that you spend with it, the more that like, you know, you start to, to find its voice, you start to find its, its, its face, you know, just trial and error i guess yeah um what i would say about that is forget about trying to find your own style because that will be the reason why you aren't creating at all 
Hmm, just post what makes you feel happy. And um, if you like what you're doing, it doesn't yeah. have to be like super unique or it doesn't have to be super the same as others. If you like what you're doing, just get it out there. Yeah. Because it will totally. definitely evolve each time. Like what you're saying, we're, we're all, or like what you said, we're all going to grow up and so will your style. Yeah. So just post whatever you like. Don't post what you don't like. Don't force yourself to be someone else. Because if you're happy with you and you bring it out to the world sooner or later, you'll find your personality in it or your own style. Yeah. Definitely. This one's kind of hard to answer, though. It's from my friend Jello. Yeah. How do you separate emotions and creativity? Because there are times when he feels that he can't create anything because um, bad trip or yeah. he's sad or he's angry. Uh, is there any way to minimize the connection of those two? That's, yeah. Um, it, I guess it depends what you're creating. Yeah, but let's say it's his job. Oh, okay. If it's his yeah. job and like your bad trip and you can't, do your job well. Um, For the second one, is there a way to at least mem- minimize the connection of those two? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just me. Anyways, yeah. um, but how would you separate emotions and creativity, though? That's, yeah, that's a difficult question. And that's definitely something that I struggle with a lot as well. I'm mm-hmm. a really like emotional creature. Yeah, you like, are. Yeah, 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 man. I definitely, I definitely like operate purely on um, emotion. emotion. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I do struggle with. And yeah, there are days where like I'm just blessed, man, where like my release is the office, you know, my, my release is when I'm there. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty blessed that like being at the office kind of relaxes me. Mm hmm. So if I had a bad day outside, like going to the office makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. But, you know, there are days where it's kind of unavoidable where you, you, you're really just, you know, down and you, and you have to work, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like for me, at least, I make it a point that like once I'm, I'm done stressing about something, then I feel a little bit better. You know what I mean? So if like I had work piled up and I, I had a bad day, like finishing all that work kind of makes me feel a little bit better. Kind of takes away a little bit of the stress. Yeah. Um, coming into it with the intention of like, um, if this is how I feel today, hmm. um, if I feel if I feel good about myself, then I can just enjoy my work, right? But if yeah. I don't feel good about myself, like at least this is one less thing to worry about. Um, I feel like. Hmm. Because creativity is heavily tied to your emotions. And yeah. in order for you to do what you need to do, I feel like you need to add, address your emotions first. Maybe you fought with a, a partner or a workmate and that kind of ruins your whole vibe. I think you need to tackle that emotion first. Yeah, And being in, like, let's say, the advertising industry you don't really have like a way to release that emotion or output but it's really important so if you're like in good connections with your boss maybe ask for like a 15 minutes 
if you could just go outside, get some coffee, um, just talk. Don't let that emotion pile up in you. And at the same time, like when you're feeling that, don't force to work. Just give it a walk. Cause yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's that. I yeah, you're right. I feel like that's 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 the way to go about it. But then, like, if you're if it's not for work, you know, like use those emotions. Yeah, yeah. If you're writing the next play and you're really angry, just like use, use it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one's interesting, and I tagged you on this because I feel like you could really relate. Yeah. Um, how do you focus on just one task when there's a lot to do? That's actually a good question for me. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a, I. <laughs> You get distracted I, really easily. <laughs> I get distracted really easily, and like I can't do, I can't multitask, or else uh, like my brain's just gonna fry. Yeah. So set yourself some deadlines. If there aren't any already, that's already set. Mm-hmm. Um, set yourself some deadlines. Like say, like it's your, if you're like say, like it's your own thing, right? Mm. And like your own, your own, you're you're your own boss, and you're doing your own content for yourself. Yeah. Um and you have all these ideas laid out and um you don't know what first and you don't know what to prioritize. Um just set yourself a date, like just just give them deadlines, I guess. I feel like as a creative you have that kind of intuition, like um what to post first and like what to um to to finish first, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely for me, like, um, I'm working on, I'm actually working on three different videos right now. Yeah. But I set myself when I need to post them, the, the, the flow I want it to be. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, I feel just like set yourself some deadlines so you can work on it. Um, yeah, just find one. which yeah. one's most important for you to tackle first and then yeah, exactly. on the sideline or everything else. That's where um, I feel the notebook is important. The one, um, the one where you just jot down whatever, right? Because if you have a lot of um, things in your mind, just write it down on a notebook and just close it and get back to it later. That's yeah. where I feel like it's also important, especially mm-hmm. when you need when there are a lot of things to do simultaneously. This one's from Tony. Based on experience, does your creative work? come easily or do you struggle with coming up with new ideas oh okay yeah um you have good days you have bad days (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. definitely definitely i feel like for me um i feel like they just for me at least they they do come to me Mm -hmm. it's it comes kind of natural for me I, i feel like it but then again, I guess it comes with, you know, um, kind of like really knowing your craft and knowing what you, your intentions and what you want to do. Yeah. Then it kind of comes a little bit more easy um, for ideas to flow. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, definitely you have your good days and you have your bad days where, you know, you, you like. You just can't really get anything yeah. in. Yeah. And I feel like when that happens, you kind of just have to wait it out. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-mm. So, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with, like... Um, with not, not having ideas. Yeah. But, like, yeah. if let's say, like, it's for a job, right? And, like, like, you really need to come up with something on the fly. And, like, like 
ASAP. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of just, it's just getting started and like, um, just, you know, trying different things to find your own flow. Mm-hmm. For me, because I've worked with a lot of um, client-based kind of work, right? Yeah. And I'm sure like a ton of us do. And it's kind of just get that getting that thing started can actually spark that idea of of what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just laying down that first kind of clip or just um, picking up a paintbrush or... Um, the first few letters on a blog. Yeah, exactly. You know, some sometimes like once you lay that down, those first few things, then um, things can um, flow a lot better. Yeah, you know? yeah. The the puzzles will start to connect slowly. Yeah, yeah. She has another question. Um, have you ever doubted your talent? <clears throat> if so, mm-hmm. how did you work through your doubt? I kind of uh, want to answer this one. Yeah, go for it. Because I feel like most of my life I've been doubting what I can do. Because for those who don't know me, I tend to quit halfway on a lot of things. I used to be in a dance company in my old college, and I quit that halfway because I felt that I wasn't good enough to be on stage. Um, How I worked through that was um, when I'm feeling discouraged about, or not like, when I'm doubting my own talent, I usually tell myself that it's never going to be perfect, but it's done and I'm happy with it. So mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, like even if you feel that it's not perfect or it's not the most amazing piece of artwork or piece of video that I've ever created, you took your time to do it Yeah, and be happy that you've spent your time creating that piece of content and know that each time you upload something or you post something or you paint something, each day it's going to get better and better and better. So you might be doubting where you are now. Let's say if you've always wanted to be a rapper, but then you started doubting your own voice. You started doubting the own lyrics that you're making. Don't worry about it because everyone starts there. Everyone starts mediocre. And day by day, each time you um, do that uh, art, it's going to get better. Yeah, I feel like, you know, like creatives in general or even like in any field that you're in, um, mm-hmm. doubting yourself is a normal thing. And um, everybody kind of goes through you know, through it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. at, at one point in, you know, your life, you're, you're bound to kind of doubt yourself or you receive a word that kind of breaks you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've always kind of, okay, for like for me, because I've always kind of had this kind of, like people's words don't really hurt me as much as my own. Yeah. And um self doubt. Yeah. And it's something that I definitely do still struggle with. I definitely do still kind of I'm definitely still very sensitive to like my to, to like my own voice and like um my self doubt. Um but something that I one way that I get through all of it is just mm-hmm. um like you said, just like working on it one day at a time yeah um kind of like um like right now like you compare your work to other people's work and um it's not up to par as theirs yet you know what i mean but as Mm -hmm. long as you keep working on it you know every day like 
as long as you you know keep working on it you know one of my heroes i guess when it comes to content creation um matt como mm, yeah, yeah matt como that that dude's insane man and then he said something in one of his interviews he said like you don't have to go at it 100 percent at the like all the time you know it's just even if you go just one percent every day mm-hmm. and then you know a year from now maybe two years from now and you look back and all those ones all those one percents you know they add up to to something you know what i mean yeah so that's how i started to deal with my self-doubt is as long as i know that i'm getting better one percent every day then hmm. that's all i need to trust yeah um one of your friends daniel actually asked something similar um what do you do when someone discourages you i feel like we also answer that really well yeah but i just want to add or related to you know the videos on youtube where people go um reviewing my very first video yeah and then there's usually in the thumbnail they usually say i suck oh yeah yeah. you know those yeah um yeah yeah no doubt your future self will tell you that you you suck too <laughs> that's true but um i definitely want to do that oh i definitely want to yeah but then like your future self would will say that to you definitely but imagine where that guy or where your future self would be if you stopped doing what you were doing like if you stopped creating i would rather in the future have told myself that i used to suck i would rather suck now but keep doing what i'm doing until i get better then just not start at all yeah so yeah totally what keeps you from going as a creative professional what keeps you going yeah as a creative professional yeah for me what um keeps me going is yeah just the love of it i feel like if it's not your passion if it's 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 really hard to to keep it to keep on going right and keep creating um yeah definitely for me, just like um, getting to learn new things, I feel like that for me makes it interesting. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's your passion, I feel like sometimes you can get a little bit bored. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, something that keeps it interesting for me is um, just learning something new every day and just mm-hmm. kind of like, and just, you know, keep creating, like do something. I mean, make something that inspires you yourself, you know, yeah. not just other people. Um, cause if you don't, if your work doesn't kind of inspire you in a way, or if, if you, if you don't work on something that inspires you as well, then it's really hard to keep going as a creative, um, mm-hmm. in terms of work, you know, um, sometimes, yeah, you have to do, um, work that doesn't really inspire you or doesn't really kind of stimulate you. In my case, um, for example, like I love working on like, at work at the Fat Kid Inside, I love working on like um, action videos. So like mm-hmm. GoPro videos, travel videos. Mm. Um, those are the things that I kind of like doing, or like cinematic videos. If there's if if, if there's any kind of like project like that. Um, yeah. And the thing that I least like doing is food related videos, <laughs> just because yeah. like I I. I like You'd rather eat it food. than video yeah, exactly, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I don't understand the medium as much, mm-hmm. but um, 
you know, you kind of have to keep going and you kind of have to, to do um, the the job, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just finding interesting ways, um, mix it up a little bit and kind of like, I mean, I'm, I'm doing content for the fat kid inside, but um, if I don't kind of um, put a little bit of my heart into it, then, you know, I'll, I'll be really dissatisfied with my work. So yeah. um, being open to kind of like having a little bit of yourself in it, then I feel like that goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. As a prof- as a creative professional, there's definitely going to be days where you just don't feel like, I mean, like, as with any job, there's going to be days where you just don't feel like doing what you're doing, but that should not be the basis for you to quit. There will be days where you will feel down, but tomorrow is another day for you to keep um, pursuing. He has a follow-up question, by the way, um, nope. on Instagram. How to not let negative criticisms get into you, especially if it's from family. Ooh. Ooh. From people you care about. Their criticisms do not define you as a creative because at the end of it, at the end of the day, you're doing what you like. For me, I think um, I've definitely had those times in my life where either family or friends have you know, given their two cents about my work or whatever. Um, and yes, it can get very discouraging and debilitating. Um, and sometimes like, and it's hard, like as a creative, you know, sometimes um, people just don't understand. Maybe, you know, sometimes it's the sign at the times where like people just don't understand um, where we're coming from. But yeah. I kind of have this drive where if somebody kind of tells me that it's I, impossible, yeah, it's impossible or, you know, it sucks or whatever that I kind of want to prove them wrong, at least for me, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, when somebody says, when I, when, you know, I find discouragement, like I make it a point to, to tell myself that I'm going to prove them wrong, not in like a re- revengeful way or whatever it's just kind of like like i'll show you what i'm really capable of you know what i mean and i feel like as a creative especially now in this in in this in this time and age um that's kind of important yeah um because there's so much competition going around there's so much that you're up against you know you're up against so many people and it's so easy to get drowned out by Mm -hmm. you know other people's work or you know other people's words and like um, people's criticism. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't have that backbone where like, I'm going to prove you wrong or I'm going to keep creating whatever, you know, then that's the point where it's really debilitating. Mm. But also like there's a side where, you know, you also have to kind of forgive the people around you for not mm. understanding There there comes a point where, you know, you kind of have to balance that where you're standing up for yourself but also you need to kind of let it go and like kind of just take a step back and reassess who you are as a person and kind of have to be the bigger person where you kind of have to forgive them as well for for criticizing you and kind of just take it but like learn from it but like don't let it break you down inside i feel like yeah does that make sense yeah it does there will always be someone that likes what you do 
Um, yeah. So just keep going at it. And it's really hard when it's someone you care about that's saying that to you. But yeah, just keep your head up and you'll get through it, dude. We'll all progress. We'll all get better. We're all going to be the better version of ourselves as long as we keep doing what we love doing. Okay. That's yeah. it. That's all the questions, dude. Dope. Is there anything that you want to promote? Uh, yeah. So um, check me out on my socials. Um, Instagram at Dustin Dagamac and um, my YouTube channel at Dustin Dagamac also. Um, I just released a new video called Everyone's Watching. Go and check that out and check out the description of that to, to see the, uh, the secret video. But um, yeah, so I'm definitely coming back to YouTube. I'm definitely going to start creating content again um, on YouTube and I'll be posting a lot more, so go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah. Hey. All right. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you liked what we talked about today. Um, there were a lot of questions that were dope, and we enjoyed answering them. If you guys got any more questions and weren't able to ask, uh, just go back to What's Underrated's Instagram and post there. We'll answer there instead, or just slide both of us a DM. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Keep creating. Keep growing. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast.